Hello, my brothers and sisters. Thank you for joining us once again for During Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Kitts. And as always, we want to open up in a prayer and thank God for this opportunity. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for your wonderful grace and your love. And we thank you, Lord, that you're always with us, Lord, no matter what we do, Lord, and how we act. Lord, you're always there and you always care. We thank you and we praise you, Lord, and we lift you up. Bless this word, Lord, that it will touch the mark that you want it to touch and, and the people that you want it to reach. We thank you and we praise you in your blessed holy name. Amen. Today we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. What happens when the Holy Spirit comes on you? In Acts 1, verse 8, it says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witness, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. This power comes from the Holy Spirit and allowing you to stand strong for things for God. How you receive the Holy Spirit in speaking in tongues. Well, in the early church, there is a foundation that was laid for every person that decided to follow Jesus. A significant part of that foundation is receiving of the Holy Spirit. When the Apostle Paul encountered some Christians his first time, he would try to discover as if it, they would receive the Holy Spirit yet. In Acts 19, 1-2, Paul said, Having passed through, he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? Notice he didn't say, hey guys, what's going on? Or tell me how you got saved. No, the first thing that he mentioned was, have you received the Holy Spirit yet? It was so important that the Apostle Paul made it the first thing that he would ask them. We read shortly after that that they did not receive the Holy Spirit yet. So Paul, explaining the gospel to them, baptizing them, and he prayed for them to receive the Holy Spirit. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus And when Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. And that's from Acts 19, 5 and 6. In the modern-day church, we have forgotten the basics of the very early church that made it successful. Today, we're going to do a deep dive into those basics in which how to receive the Holy Spirit in speaking in tongues. So let's get started. How can I receive the Holy Spirit in speaking tongues? Well, you can receive it, the Holy Spirit, and speak in tongues by following these simple steps. First, you must be a follower of Jesus. Jesus said that in the world would not receive the Holy Spirit, but only those that love him and keep his commandments, according to John 14, verses 15 through 17. Peter said something similar when he preached the gospel to the high priest. and He said, we are his witnesses of these things. And so the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey Him, you must also realize that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is a gift for every believer in Jesus Christ. The Bible makes it clear that the Holy Spirit isn't for the super-Christians, but for everyone who follows Jesus. Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and your children and all who are afar, as many as the Lord our God will call. And that's Acts 2, verses 38 and 39. The term promise is used repeatedly through this passage, and also by Jesus in referring to the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Realize that all you have to do is to receive the Holy Spirit. It's important to understand that you do not need to beg God to baptize you in the Holy Spirit. The reason for this is because God had already given the Holy Spirit to the church on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2. 
All the believer has to do now is to receive Him. You do not have to wait for the Spirit to fill you. Here's some verses that reveal this. In Acts 8, verses 14 and 15, it says, Now when the apostles were in Jerusalem, heard Samaria, that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. When they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. Paul, in Acts 19, 1 and 2, says, Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus, and finding some disciples, he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? Now notice these two passages that the apostles never prayed for God to give them the Holy Spirit. Rather, they prayed for them to receive the Holy Spirit. If we fail to understand this, we could be waiting for God to do something that He has already done. Receiving the Holy Spirit by asking the Father in faith. Now all that is required is ask in faith that the Spirit of God come and fill you. Both Jesus and the Apostle Paul confirm that all we have to do is ask God, the Father, for the Holy Spirit in faith, and He will happily give it to us. In Luke 11:13, says, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Therefore, who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does He do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? And that's Galatians 3 and 5. God desires to baptize us in His Holy Spirit more than we want to be baptized by Him. And all it takes is for us to ask Him in faith. Now it is important to mention that we should not get caught up with the manifestation of the baptism of the Holy Spirit and what it might bring. The important thing to remember is that the Holy Spirit is a person. When we receive Him, we aren't receiving a feeling, but a divine personality that desires to live within inside of us. Of course, feelings may come, but they're not a requirement. Just like we are saved by faith and baptized by, in water by faith, so we be baptized in the Holy Spirit by faith. We should never compare our experiences with others' experiences. For the Bible says that those that compare themselves among themselves are not wise, 2 Corinthians 10 and 12. So just like someone had an incredible experience and you did not, doesn't mean that you are less filled with the Spirit of God. We receive the Spirit by faith, and faith is in operation apart from the senses. Just like the writer of Hebrews says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen. That's Hebrews 11 and 1. So to begin to speak in tongues. Once you ask the Father to baptize you in the Holy Spirit, all you have to do is simply begin to speak in tongues and believe in the Holy Spirit that will guide your words as He did for the 120 disciples in the upper room in Acts 2 and 4. You are not speaking a natural known language as many will teach, but rather a supernatural language that no one understands. And that's from 1 Corinthians 14 and 2. Here's a prayer that is often used to receive the Holy Spirit, and you can pray it with me. Father, thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Thank you that you have already done your part. And now all I have to do is receive the Spirit by faith. So right now I ask you, Father, to baptize me in the Holy Spirit right now. If you prayed that prayer of faith, then you can begin to talk in tongues. It doesn't matter if you feel anything or not. If you ask the Holy Spirit in faith, it's there. Then he will empower you to speak in tongues. I believe that everyone that hears this has the desire to receive the Holy Spirit, and they absolutely will. But some people say that the tongue is of the devil. God tells us to speak in tongues, so speaking in tongues cannot be from the devil. Let the Holy Spirit take over. The person who believes this way thinks that the Holy Spirit fills them, and He controls their mouth to speak through them. 
That's not what the Bible reveals. In Acts 2 and 4 it says, And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in a language as the Spirit gave them utterance. Notice the disciples were filled with the Spirit. They did speak and the Spirit gave them the utterance. Notice God didn't simply guide their words as they willingly spoke. And the Apostle Paul says the same thing in his letter to the Corinthians. For I have prayed in the tongue, and my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. What am I to do? I will pray in my spirit. In 1 Corinthians 14, verses 14 and 15. Tongue is a real language. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 14 and 2, No one who speaks in the tongue speaks not of men, but of God. For no one understands him, but he utters mysteries in the spirit. Now this is an important part of this, though. I want you to really get in your soul and understand. You don't have to speak in tongues if you receive the Holy Spirit. God gives different spiritual gifts to different believers so that we'll be able to be blessed in edifying one another. As Paul explains to the Corinthians, he says, Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are varieties of ministries and the same Lord. There are varieties of effects, but the same God who works in all things and all persons. But to each one of them, given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge according to that same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, and another gifts of healing by the one Spirit, and another effects of miracles, and to another prophecy, and to the other the distinguishing of spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, and to another interpretation of tongues. But one of the same Spirit works in all things, distributing each one individually as well he wills. And that's 1 Corinthians, starting in chapter 12, verse 4. The Spirit of God decides what gifts he will give to each believer according to his own will and purpose. The gift of tongue is listed right here alongside with the other gifts as something that the one believer has and another one does not. Paul goes on to explain that it is God's purpose that we all have different gifts so that we need one another and function together as many as the members of the body of Christ. He says, for, for example, if the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole were a hearing, where would the sense of smell be? But now God has placed the members, each of them, in the body as he has desired. If they are all one member, then where would the body be? But now we are many members, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Or again to the head, to the feet, I have no need of you. And it's 1 Corinthians 12, 17 through 21. So this message was told to you will explain more about the speaking in tongues. It is the gift of God that is already given to all that who will accept it. God will not keep you out of heaven because you don't speak in tongues. Most people will never speak in tongues because they don't want to give up control to God. But we know having part of that living God inside of us is the greatest thing in the world. It is also up to you how you walk your walk with God. We can all be as close to Him as we want to be. God doesn't make you accept the gifts of tongues. Free will will allow us that choice. Today, there are many gifts that are open to us as true believers. Praying God's tongue is one of those gifts that all Christians should want. When you do or you don't, that's all your choice, part of the free will. In Acts chapter 2, the disciples and others received the Holy Spirit after being in prayer and in one accord, unity on the day of Pentecost as commanded by Jesus to 
tarry until you receive power from on high. They all began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So the Spirit of God gives the tongue. So I hope that explains a little bit more, those that are uncertain and unsure about things. The gift of speaking in tongues is one of the gifts that is allowed to a Christian, but it's not necessarily what everybody will do. It's your choice. It's free will. All right, we'll close in a prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, that you already give us the stuff that we need, Lord. You know the future and you know our lives, Lord. You know where to put us and how to use us. We thank you and we praise you, Lord, and we lift you up and we beg that this word will go out and touch and to reach those that are in need, Lord. We thank you and we praise you in your blessed name. Amen.